From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, we have big news all around. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Wednesday, May 4th, 2022, and you are listening to your Democratic nominee going into the general election for Ohio's 7th District. We won our race. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Just kidding. Let's get into those crypto prices. And I'm recording this at 11.56 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time, about noon. It's uh, going to be way late today, uh, as you can imagine. We just had a lot of phone calls this morning. I had a lot of things to do, and it threw me very behind today. But without further ado, we have Bitcoin sitting at $38,985, up 1.8% in 24. We have Ethereum at $2,846, up 0.8%. Tether's number three. Binance Coin is at 389 up 0.8%. And USDC's number five. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, Solana, Terra Luna, Cardano, and Terra USD. Total market cap, we're at $1.74 trillion, a BTC dominance of 42.4, and an F dominance of 19.6. And now it's time for Coin of the Day. Our Coin of the Day today is number 131 on Coin Market Cap. It's Ape NFT, ticker NFT. How did you get that ticker? Good job. Its price is very, very low. Um, 0.000014 cents. It's up 3% in 24. Market cap is 400 million. Fully diluted is 1.4 billion. Therefore, 28% of NFT is in circulation. The all-time high for NFT was eight months ago. I'm not going to read you all the zeros, but it's down 81% since then. And it's up 7% from its all-time low two days ago. So yeah, it's not doing well. You can buy it on Gate.io, Holby Global, KuCoin, Poloniex, and Bitthumb. So what is Ape NFT? The core business of Ape NFT include investing in top NFT platforms and artworks, incubating leading NFT artists to build bridge between world-class artists and NFTs, sponsoring galleries, organizing art exhibitions or publications, and setting up awards to support art creation and criticism, establishing art collections, and so on and so forth. And that's Ape NFT, ticker NFT, ranked number 131 on CoinMarketCap. Moving into today's headlines, Shanghai is the largest city in China. They say it has 25 million people, but actually how it works is, okay, so there's 25 million people in Shanghai, but there's a lot of people that come from outside of Shanghai into Shanghai to work. And it's the same thing with all kinds of big cities. So if they say Shanghai has 25 million people, more than likely it probably has like 30 to 31 million because people come from cities all over into Shanghai to work and they're usually not counted in the population. And you'll see it in Beijing and Shenzhen all over China. But anyway, as you know, Shanghai is locked down because of COVID, and people are finding novel ways to vent their frustration over the country's zero-tolerance COVID policies. One of them is Simon Fong, a 49-year-old freelance designer from Malaysia who's been living in Shanghai for the past nine years. 
Last month, he started making satirical illustrations depicting life under lockdown, taking inspiration from Mao-era propaganda posters and putting them into NFTs and selling them for about 0.1 F a mint. Fung's artwork includes mocking the PCR testing procedures, as well as residents demanding for government food rations. I choose the Mao-era propaganda style for these pieces because some people are saying that the lockdown situation is taking Shanghai backwards. Fung continues to say, In each artwork, there is a unique story inspired by true events which have happened, but most are added with a dash of humor. This is an interesting story. Dick Merriman. He's a 79-year-old computer engineer, and he got a reminder last month when Jump Operations, the holding company for crypto giant Jump Trading, put the screws on him to obtain wormhole.com, and this is a domain that he's owned for a long time, and it has an email that he created for him and his wife. The domain reflects his fondness for astrophysicist Carl Sagan, whose 1985 novel Contact deployed a wormhole to let characters move light years. By the way, that was my favorite movie and one of my favorite books, just to let you guys know. Merriman purchased wormhole.com in 1994, creating a simple placeholder on the website, and it displays a cosmic picture. However, for Jump, wormhole has a very different significance. It's actually the bridge between Solana and Ethereum, and they expend a lot of money doing that. And so they want wormhole.com. So they went to Merriman and said, hey, we'll give you 2500 bucks for this. Merriman didn't think that they'll take this offer. He doesn't want to sell it. He comes back with some crazy offer, or at least what he thought was crazy, and says, huh, 50, 50 grand. And they're like, okay. <laughs> and so Merriman's thinking, and he's like, okay. So this is what he says in quotes. Nope, sorry, changed my mind. This was too easy. Either I'm leaving a lot of money on the table, or this is a scam. Either way, no sale. He continued to say, if you want to make a reasonable offer, then I encourage you to do so. I really don't want to sell it. I've had the same email address for 28 years. It's like family, he told the website Insider. So long story short is they started going legal. <laughs> Merriman got tired. He doesn't want to deal with this. He's a 79-year-old man. He took the 50, gave them wormhole.com. A lawyer said he probably could have held out for about $200,000 to $500,000. El Salvador, the first nation to experiment with Bitcoin as a national currency, has an $800 million debt due in January, according to Moody's. Unfortunately, with the nation's highly anticipated Bitcoin bond yet to have reached the market, it may have some trouble paying that debt. There are conflicting sources surrounding how many investors are interested in the bond. Bloomberg suggests that it has garnered no support, while the nation's finance minister claims it's 50% oversubscribed. Nevertheless, with the government yet to introduce the legislation necessary for the bond to move forward, the clock is ticking, and they're going to have to pay that debt soon. The Switzerland-based Definity Foundation, the developer of internet computer blockchain, has sued Meta for trademark infringement in U.S. District Court, and they're alleging that Meta's looping logo is too closely resembling Definity's infinity symbol. Definity has asked the court to order Meta to stop using the infinity symbol. It's also seeking any profits that have resulted from the alleged trademark infringement. Cryptocurrency exchange Kraken has announced the waitlist is now open. It's now live for its upcoming NFT marketplace, Kraken NFT. The platform is boasting zero gas fees for NFT sales and transfers, a built-in rarity tool, cash for crypto payments, and support for Ethereum and Solana NFTs on launch. The SEC, or the Securities and Exchange Commission, is expanding its Crypto Investigations Unit. According to a statement, this expansion would bring the number of personnel up to 50 overseeing the fast-growing crypto industry. Previously, the unit was called the Cyber Unit, but they're changing its name, and now it's called the Crypto Assets and Cyber Unit. They'll be focusing on crypto exchanges, lending and staking services, decentralized finance, or DeFi, stablecoins, and NFTs. And the other big news of the day. 
Decrypt has raised $10 million in funding from 22 investors at a post-money valuation of $50 million. They are breaking ties with Consensus and going on their own, being a Web3 media platform. And I'm going to welcome on the show on Friday, Editor-in-Chief Dan Roberts, and we're going to talk all about it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. I'll be back tomorrow. Same Matt time, same Matt channel. Don't forget to email MatthewEarn at Decrypt.co. Go to Spotify, smash those five stars, and go to iTunes and leave us a rating in the comments. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.